Hi, this is Father Neil here, and welcome to the August 7th episode of the podcast, Catechism with Father Neil. Today we'll be looking at numbers 1754 through 1756 of the Catechism. 1754, the circumstances, including the consequences, are secondary elements of a moral act. They contribute to increasing or diminishing the moral goodness of the or evil of human acts. For example, the amount of a theft. They can also diminish or increase an agent's responsibility, such as acting out of fear of death. Circumstances of themselves cannot change the moral quality of acts themselves. They can neither make they can make neither good nor right an action that is itself evil. Two, good acts and evil acts. seventeen fifty five. A morally good act requires that the goodness of the object of the act, of the end, and of the circumstances together. An evil end corrupts the action, even if the object is good in itself, such as praying and fasting in order to be seen by men. The object of the choice can by itself vitiate an act in its entirety. There are some concrete acts, such as fornication, that it is always wrong to choose, because choosing them entails a disorder of the will that is a moral evil. 1756. It is therefore an error to judge the morality of human acts by considering only the intention that inspires them or the circumstances, environment, social pressure, duress or emergency, etc., which supply their context. There are acts which, in and of themselves, independently of circumstances and intentions, are always gravely illicit by reason of their object, such as blasphemy and perjury murder and adultery. One may not do evil so that good may result from it. Okay, very much today we're continuing what we started yesterday in analysing an action. So we see need to see that the last thing, the last element that goes along with um, with the, the object and the intention is the circumstances. So there are different circumstances that happen. So somebody can... Uh, you know, somebody can be in a very... There can be circumstances that, that can go either way. So it's not the same to save, to, to, to steal uh, five euro because you need to buy a loaf of bread because your family is starving as to defrauding uh, uh, thousands of shareholders of millions of euro because you want to buy your own tropical island or you want to upgrade your private jet. The circumstances, yes, the stealing is wrong in both cases, but the circumstances change. The circumstances can, uh, the circumstances change the, the the weight of of the of the action, and so we need to see this that the circumstances are the third element. In a sense, the circumstances can never fully make a good act bad or a bad act good, but they can diminish a lot the the the, the culpability of somebody. So sometimes, and um, this is why it's wrong to judge people. The one who judges is Jesus Christ. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. It's not our role as individuals to judge. Not, and I say this in parenthesis, not that the church has any issue with civil judges trying civil cases. You know, there's nothing wrong with a traffic court or... um, you know, a court system, a legal system. There's nothing wrong with the legal system per se for human laws. But 
as human beings, we are not allowed to judge that somebody is evil. We don't, we, don't, we don't make that call. We can't say this person is evil, this person is wrong. We can say sometimes what they've done is wrong. But we don't know. And again, the, the, the traditional way to confront somebody who's done something terrible is to say, there but for the grace of God, go I. Because we would be capable of it. So very well. So then it continues with the um, uh, the uh, uh, with looking at the good acts and evil acts, and to see that um, for an act to be good, morally good, it needs to have a good object or a good end, and uh, the circumstances together. And an evil end corrupts the action, even if the object is good in itself. Um, so that if you do something. Um, uh, so that it, uh, you do something good, hoping to get something wrong out of it, then, uh, you know, if I am uh, very nice to, uh, um, I don't know, to the orphans, then uh, Mrs. Murphy is going to fall in love with me and leave her husband and, and uh, elope with me. Again, being very good to orphans is fantastic, but if you're doing it with this perversion inside of you, this perverted aim, then uh, your intention will corrupt the act, even though the act itself is very good and the orphans will benefit from it and all the rest of it. But you have uh, you have not done something that is morally good. And then the object um, can also make uh, an act. Uh, uh, it can vitiate. It can make it into into something wrong, um, something evil, uh, in and of itself. So it gives the example of fornication. So it's true. You, to commit fornication, it's always wrong. And you can't say, I'm doing it for a very good reason. Um, if I do it, then they're going to pay me and I'll be able to give the money to help in a famine somewhere. No. No. Just, it's wrong. Certain things, murder is murder is murder. And you can't say, well, I'm going to kill him, but um, the world will be a better place without him. No, that's not your call to make. So it's to um, to see that we are called to live good lives where we will have a good intention doing a good act and that we can never do evil or do a wrong act, an evil act, so that good may come from it. That's not an option. Certain things are always wrong. And why are they always wrong? They're always wrong because... The world has been made in a particular way and that we have a law written in our hearts. And if we go against this law, we hurt not only others, but we hurt ourselves. If you kill somebody, yes, that person is dead. But you have also demeaned yourself. You have also dam damaged yourself. You have also hurt yourself your dignity, that you're making yourself less like God and that you're hurting your, 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 your very being. And this is why the, the first one many times to, 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 to suffer in a sin is the sinner. And it's not that it annoys the Pope or it annoys the Church or that God has got a big book and he's writing things down. It's not simply this. It's not this simplistic. It's that we go against our nature. We hurt ourselves. And that if God made you, 
to love and you spend your time hating and doing wrong, then you hurt yourself. And it's not so much God's fault, it's your fault. It's like if you have your, um, I don't know, you have your, uh, you have a, a machine and you use it for something very different. So if you want to use your toaster to boil the water to make your tea in the morning, well, first of all, you could electrocute yourself and kill yourself, but that you'll, you know, you fill, you put a liter of water into the toaster and you set it going, your toaster is going to short out and spark and be destroyed. And you can't bring it back to the shop saying, look, I have this toaster, it's only three months old, it's still under warranty. Uh, no, they'll say to you, 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 you stupid person, you shouldn't have put water in the toaster, you've destroyed it yourself. We're not going to fix it, it's your own fault. And we are more or less the same. Okay, we're slightly more complicated than a toaster, most of us anyway. But we have been made by God to love. And if we end up hating, then we end up hurting ourselves by being used for something that we're not made for. And so this is why it's so important to do good. And when we find ourselves doing wrong, to repent. So anyway, so this section here is very good to help analyse an act. And we need to analyse them so that we can do good through the grace of God. And so it's the end of the section, so I'll read the in brief. 1757. The object, the intention and the circumstances make up the three sources of the morality of human acts. The object chosen morally specifies the act of willing accordingly as reason recognises and judges it good or evil. 1759. An evil action can be justified by reference, cannot be justified by reference to good intentions. The end does not justify the means. 1760. A morally good act requires the goodness of the object, of its end, and of its circumstances together. 1761. There are concrete acts that is always wrong to choose, that it is always wrong to choose, because their choice entails a disorder of the will. That is a moral evil. One may not do evil so that good may result from it. So very well. So this is the end of this uh, section today. Tomorrow we're going to continue. And tomorrow we're going to look at 1762 through 1770. God bless.